welcome to Out and Out Vibes with Nancy Tercian. Gina Mastro. Gina, this evening, what are we going to do today? We're going to have a letter from a, one of our listeners. She has a question for you, and then we're going to talk about a subject. Okay, great. Should we start with the letter? I think that would be awesome. Okay. So we heard from Beth. She's from Seattle. And she writes, I've been in love with the father of my baby for a year. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know he loves me, but tells me he can't commit. I'm extremely close to his family and spend a lot of time with them. I've gotten to the point where it is time for me to move on, even though I would love to be with him forever. The problem is his parents consider me family. They are religious. I know they must have picked up on some of the tension that's happening between us. They keep saying that things will work out if I just stay in prayer. I want to talk with Thomas's mom so she knows there is no future here for me and her son, and it's no one's fault. How do I tell them this is the best for everyone, and I'm not comfortable coming around for their family functions anymore? How can I explain without hurting them that maybe it's best for everyone if I don't come around during family gatherings? The problem is that I love his family and I do not want to cause a rift. So tell me what you recommend and what you see in the future for her. Okay. Beth from Seattle. I believe in the power of prayer, but in your case, it sounds like it is time to move on and you've come to grips with that within yourself. I'm letting you know, do not allow yourself to be made to feel guilty and move forward because that's where you need to go. I recommend that you have a heart-to-heart talk with Thomas's mom and say what's on your mind directly. Example, I love you and I love your son. You will always be the child's grandparents, but I want a husband who will help me to raise my your grandchild. And Thomas is unable to commit to me at this time. And he has told me that honestly. And for me, I need a commitment and I'm looking for marriage. So this relationship does not work for me anymore. And what I do see for you in the future, at first they will be hurt, but it's not at you. It's more at their son not stepping up because they want you to be in their family as a wife. Unfortunately, he has been honest with you and told you that he could not give you that commitment that you are looking for. So over time, the family will blend and the grandparents will have you come over without him being there. And I see you meeting someone else, new, Beth, and starting a relationship 
and actually I do see you getting married and that person will be a good father to the to the child um I do see you having you didn't ask about children but I do see you having more children with your husband and you're going to have two to three children depending on what you decide to do um and I do see everybody at the end being able to be together so Thomas's parents Thomas with his girlfriend because I never see him getting married either you and your husband and your children so I see everybody being able to do family functions together but it's gonna be a long time down the road do you want to add anything to that Gina um I would just like to say I remember being in a relationship where I was so close with the family and it's so hard when you leave that close relationship because of a love relationship. And Beth, I just want to say you are a really strong person and they will love you no matter if you're with their son or not. I agree. Okay. That's a hard one. It is, especially when you have a child with someone, you love someone so much, and you want to be their future, and they only want you halfway as their future in their right. own box. But if you're a circle, the circle sometimes doesn't match a box. And unfortunately, what's great is a child was blessed between this union but what she wants, he can't give her. So, but unfortunately, um, they're blessed with this, this daughter. And what will happen is there'll be more siblings, but the family will be united in the end. So, which is awesome. Yeah. And that is great. And you know, another great thing about it is that he was honest with her. Exactly. Not a lot of men are. You know, they'll lead you, they can lead you astray, not all of them, but they'll have a child with you and they won't be honest with you. But at least he was honest. So that's, yeah. you know, so, sounds like he knows himself. He just can't give her, you know, for whatever reason, he's not interested in marriage. Right, right. And some people aren't, you know, sometimes people aren't right to get married. So everybody has a different journey in life, so... Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was some great advice you gave her. Yeah, you too. Um, so what's our thing we're going to talk about today? Oh, we have a great topic tonight. So it is, are ghosts real? Now, this topic is <laughs> can be really controversial because some people say, absolutely not. And then there's the other people who say, of course there are ghosts and I've even had encounters. So, Nance, tell us what you think about are ghosts real? Well, based upon a religious belief or based upon... So, let's first, well, let's first start this way. Um, you know, you always have social, cultural, religious. You know, ghosts are popular in movies, novels, pop culture. Um, you know, they're gaining popularity in the 21st century. So... 
you know, you see that um, not all belief systems around the world allow for spirits or souls that linger on earth after death, but some do. So like you were saying, um, and in fact, many do. And the concept is uh, popular with spiritualistic circles and many Christian faiths as well. Um, you know, immediate spiritual life after death is a wonder that why ghosts become so popular is because, you know, we're energy with inside. So for me, my personal belief is ghosts, there are ghosts, um, and it's basically a disembodied soul of a living, once of a living person that um, lingers on earth when a person has died, either in a traumatic way or been disturbed some way. And sometimes the spirit feels like it's not done. Now, um, you know, they stay and hang for certain reasons and they have different reasons why they're here. What do you think about that, Gina? Well, I totally believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, I even think I had a ghost experience once Um, in a house that I rented a few Mm -hmm. years ago. I was in the kitchen and the plug of the coffee maker flipped back and forth and I was nowhere near it. It scared me. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so I think that was my ghost encounter. Is that the one you called me about? I did call okay. you about yes because okay. I was I was terrified. Well, <laughs> I never had that kind of encounter before. Well, for me, see, Gina doesn't see or speak. You know, she's sensitive empathically. For me, that's common because I see, speak, feel, or sense because I'm a medium and do that. So that stuff for me, electricity going off or seeing a ghost walk through a wall or a spirit waking me up, I'm used to that because that's all I've known. And like, Gina, like you said, did that scare you at first? It did. It scared me because I I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should say (laughs) who's there. So, you know, I was just kind of frozen. Right. And then once you talked with me, how did you feel? I felt better. Okay. I felt relaxed about it because I remember you told me it was no one that I should worry about. It was just someone who had lived in the house many years ago. And um, so I relaxed about it. And then did they ever present themselves again? Not in that way, but I did smell cigarette smoke mm. quite a few times. And I don't smoke, and my next-door neighbor doesn't smoke so there was no reason to smell it yeah and that's a way that um a lot of ghosts will let you know they're there smell scent um things moving um i'm trying to think of other things things written 
um, you'll feel like your arm hair will go up or you'll sense them. Um, sometimes you might feel them on your back um, or you feel like someone's looking at you. That's your human senses within the body picking stuff up. So that's your human part. Um, I know I've had a lot of experiences with ghosts. Um, the youngest for me, when I can recall the youngest time that I first had my first encounter was my grandfather. I was two. So, um, I would sit down and talk with my grandfather and have conversations with him. And I remember him as a baby, him being there, like he would always be behind my mom. But when I was two, I was getting language development. And so I would talk with him. And I remember my mom, I was in the backyard on the picnic bench. And my mom's like, who are you talking to? And I was telling him, grandfather, he's right here. And she's like, there's nobody there. Nance, you keep talking to him, but you know, he's, there's nobody there. And I'm like, I can see him. You can't see him. She's like, no. And I had that a couple times with my girlfriend, Amy. We would play and she would be like, who are you talking to? And if it was a ghost of a boy or a girl, because we're kids and kids are attracted to kids, she would be like, there's nobody there, Nance. And it was, it was interesting because she couldn't see him. So I knew that I was different in that way. You know, for myself, it's not really different. It's like the gift that I have. Like someone, you're a great singer, Gina. And that's your gift that God gave you. And for me, um, that's my gift. And it's interesting because, you know, like when, like how you were saying about religion... In some religious sects, especially Christian, Baptists, in Old Testament it says don't look for a necromancer. A necromancer is a medium who talks with dead people. It's like, it's bad. You shouldn't contact them. So what I was, I didn't really come out of the closet per se, I say, um, till my first marriage. Um, You know, because... It wasn't accepted and I went to read a lot of books. So a lot of people like yourself, Gina, um, what made you look for more? Like go to things that was spiritual. Um, well, I have dreams that mm-hmm. I'll dream when someone's going to die or when someone's going to have a baby. And I, I dream about people when they're very ill And when I've had these dreams, Mm -hmm. I will always make sure I call up the person and see how they are. And when I dream that they're ill or something's wrong with them, they always are. So all my life, I, I didn't know what this was. And so I started researching things as I got older. Okay. To figure out what I was experiencing. Okay. Um, and but I have a question about ghosts. Go ahead. Um, so what's the difference uh, 
between a ghost who's just a spirit that's hanging on and say, you know, you have a vision of a family member that has passed on. Are they considered a ghost as well? Well, yes and no. And let me explain. So, um, I have had people that for whatever reason, their life has been cut short. Um, and what happens is they still stay on earth. It's like, go, you always hear that expression going to the light or going to the tunnel. Have you heard that before, Gina? Absolutely. Okay. So the light is nirvana, heaven, whatever you want to call it on the other side. So what happens is when your body dies, it's your soul or your energy, who you are comes out of the body. And then it has a choice. It either goes to the light right away, a family member or your spirit guide, it could be an angel, will always come to meet you, you never alone usually, and will go with you and take you to the light. You have a choice, because we have free will, to still stay on earth for a time frame. And if you decide to stay on earth, that's considered a ghost. Once you go to the light, you it's kind of like an opening. And then everything, any questions, everything is answered for you. Even though you go to the light, you still can come back and visit your relatives. It's at a different higher vibration, but it's not... It's like you understand things more and you're more balanced because once you go to the light, you're kind of open, you learn things, you understand things because it, when a ghost, you're still in that state of just leaving the body so you don't learn everything. When you, oh. head, when you head to the light, everything is revealed to you and kind of open. Anything okay. can happen there. And you can come back to visit your family members and you learn to control your energy more. So as a ghost, um, you actually are here for whatever reason. And some stay here because of a tragic death. I know of um, one person in Bucks County who actually lost their life from a car accident. And every time I go past this location, I see that person still there. And that person is still in that location. Whenever I go by, I do see them, they see me, but they're still at that location and they have not decided yet to go to the light. Mm. And it's been a couple months and... After I communicated with them, they informed me that they're not ready to go to the light. They do see it periodically and it does come for them, but they're not ready to go. Wow. Because she actually has four kids that she left behind and her death was tragic. It was a car accident. And what has happened is that she is does not feel it's time yet for her to go on. 
she does say that she will be going on soon because her kids, it must have happened a long time ago because she told me her kids have grown. So it's about time for her to go. So she has a choice. They don't make you. You choose what you want because you have free will. Even in death, you have choice and free will. Okay. So one more question. Mm -hmm. With all these TV shows that are on, you know, people get different ideas of ghosts and things. You know, Mm -hmm. there's like the ghost whisperer and poltergeist and even comedy movies like Ghostbusters and things. Um, In something like ghost whisperer she helped people go to the light Mm -hmm. so is that something that mediums do these days or is that only on tv it is something that mediums do okay some do do that and some just communicate and help people get closure it depends how they want to use their gift but they can do that also yes and Hmm. i've done that taking a soul that's here to bring them to get them closure with their family member alive and them and then they do go to the light so i've had that in many of my cases that i've worked with wow that's amazing and that's so healing for the family as well to be able to hear from them and to know that they have moved on exactly and it's good for the person who has passed, especially if they, if there's just communication that they need to give the person that's here so they can move on. But once they move on and they're open and they have new understanding of stuff, then when they come back to see their family, they're a lot of time balanced more. And the family will feel their energy different. It'll be like a more calming energy because they're balanced and things are revealed to them. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. This is some great information. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people, this is my own um, dealings with ghosts. There's mm-hmm. different books, different people have different um, definitions, you know, different facts, you know, knowledge. They take different, everybody has a different viewpoint. One is not better than the other. But this is just myself and my dealings dealing with the facts about ghosts that I've worked with. So the knowledge I've taken away, I'm bringing that to our listeners. So Right, right. This is your personal experience and what you have learned. And yeah, that yeah. is great. Okay, well, that sounds like, you know, we touch a lot of subjects today. I mean, we did. We a... sure did. <laughs> the big thing is the ghost. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, before we end our podcast, let's tell everyone how to get in touch with us. Oh, Gina, what's one of the ways we can get in touch with us? So one way is to go to Out and Out Vibes podcast and submit a question. Oh, that would be awesome. And then the other way is you could go to www.nancytursi.org. And on the contact page, you can actually put your question in, and then you'll we'll actually take one of your questions, and we will answer it because we keep answering our questions through our podcast. And we're going to do a live radio sh- soon too, right, Gina? 
Yes, we are. And then we can take callers as well. Exactly. So we'll do that also. We'll take either through email and then once we get live on the radio, we'll take callers for whatever subject we're talking about or any questions that you have. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, Gina, I guess it's time to say goodbye to our listeners now. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.